I think it's it's greatly misinterpreted to be um, assertive. They call it aggressive. They call I call focused. They call an RBF. Hi, y'all. I'm Rhonda Draculas from RK3 Designs, and I am so excited to welcome you guys to the Pro Artisan Podcast. This is a space for artisan professionals to discuss matters of both business and the heart. Hey, guys, this is Rhonda Draculas with RK3 Designs, and today we have a special guest, Kelly Sullivan, with Tiger Sports Complex here in Seguin, Texas. I know there's, you know, many people say you always have like a twin and not necessarily looking, but... I think our souls are parallel. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Very so, much so. Uh, I can't wait for you to see what she has to talk about. We're going to talk about being a strong woman. And Kelly, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I um, am one of the owners of the Tiger Sports Complex. We have a volleyball um, complex here, which houses 14 club teams under Texas Tiger Volleyball. Um, that I manage, club director for that. Um, we also have CrossFit Seguin, which is the building next door, which houses our CrossFit um, facility. Um, I'm a trainer for CrossFit Seguin, as well as I run my own programming under Next Level Fitness. And you're adding on. Tell us We're about adding that. On. We're adding on. We're adding eight sand courts in the back four of which will be undercover. The roof unit will um, be bigger, actually, than the building that we're in right now. At the peak, it's 46 feet tall. Um, quite large. Actually, we're told it's probably one of the biggest, if not the only, in the state of Texas. It's going to be of its kind. So super excited to start having some qualifier tournaments here this summer for the juniors. Um, we'll also have, you know, adult programming and leagues and some family fun stuff going on as well. So those eight courts should be busy all summer long. Wow. And I've seen it grow from the ground up and I doesn't even phase me. I know this is, I know, I mean, I know this is, this is just amazing for you guys. It's super exciting because it's something that the community needs. Um, and I think it will definitely grow um, here. But the great thing is, is just our location, you know, where we're located here on I-35, 46, I-10. It's such a great focal point. You know, I have folks coming from Del Rio and El Paso and um, uh, Columbus all the way up, you know, Dallas, that direction that comes to our tournaments now. So when we have the sand courts, it's just going to bring so much more traffic um, to our community. Yeah. Which, you know, means dollars. Yeah. Means dollars absolutely. in our gas stations, means for our restaurants, mm-hmm. um, our hotels. I mean, this is something that's going to be very positive for um, our, our community. And I'm excited for Seguin for that. Anyway, it's in process. And um, just excited to have my whole family involved in that. In, in all of it. So. That's cool working when you're, with your family, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. There's challenges like anything else, but it's that sense of that you're building something together. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. The legacy, something that you're going to leave, something that your kids um, understand the passion or part of the passion and something that they want to carry on. That and see they the have hard work. In. Absolutely. Work ethics mm-hmm. is what you're also passing down, not just a, a building in For sure. business. Absolutely. Yeah. So we are sitting in her gymnasium. There's four courts here. Her daughter's actually given some private lessons uh, down on the end. So if you hear bumping ever so often, that's work in progress. So I met Kelly when we were in our girls, uh, our kids went to LifeGate, which is a small school here in Seguin, Texas. And at first, you know, we would just, I remember, I remember like it was yesterday when we were all talking and 
I was like, yeah, I used to lift weights. And Kelly goes, well, I lift weights. And oh, I used to do this. Well, I used to do that too. And then we just had this bond with us. And um, I think the thing that most struck me about you and still does is that you are a very strong woman and in so many aspects. Um, and I, I, as a strong woman, appreciate that so much. You have no idea. Well, let me just interject. Not everybody yeah. appreciates that. We're going to talk about that. And <laughs> let me tell you, that's why I wanted you on this podcast. So my first question is, what does being a strong woman mean to you? Well, you know, you can take that in a literal sense, you know, mm -hmm. you can flip a tire, you can, you know, throw around a barbell. Yeah, um, show her your guns. Come on. <laughs> this woman's got some guns. No. <laughs> um, so in the literal sense, obviously, you can be strong. You know, I've been a power lifter for a long time, earlier in my years. Um, not so much now. But, um, but beyond that is being strong to me means... Um, being able to stand up, hold your head up high when things aren't going right, when the wrong thing happens, when um, people try to lead you stray down a, a path you don't want to go, but there's a lot of peer pressure maybe to do that. And I'm talking to the young girls out there mm -hmm. right now mm -hmm. because, you know, you can be strong, but then you can have friends who... Um, try to coerce you and, and sway you to, to go down a different path because that's where, that's where the popularity is or that's yep. where everything else is. And, and they push you that direction. You've got to be really strong. You've got to be strong for yourself. You've got to be strong in your convictions. And, and I think the thing that has to be the strongest is your faith. No, absolutely. Without a doubt. Absolutely. And you have to be in this time and age, unfortunately, um, standing up for your faith is a lot harder than it used to be. Oh, for sure. When we were growing up, mm -hmm. you know, and we didn't have social media and we didn't have all of those outside influences that kids nowadays are facing. Um, and, and, and it is, and, and it is a harder, a harder thing for these kids to do. And, and adults, I mean, it's, it's, I see, I see young adults struggling with it as well. Um, but yeah, I'm very strong in my faith and I know you are as well. Um, so I, I agree with, with holding your head up and being able to walk through. Sometimes people have a tendency to to kind of gravitate to those stronger stronger people because they, they want someone to lead them. Um, and I've always known you to be a leader, whether you take – I remember when you were coaching at LifeGate. I remember how people gravitated to you then. And uh, like I said, that's always been um, – really inspirational to me so what challenges do you think we face as strong women well i think people misinterpret it i think it's it's greatly misinterpreted to be um assertive they call it aggressive mm -hmm. they call i call focused they call an rbf mm -hmm. you know yes i i smile but i'm not a smiley person mm -hmm. i'm not a giggly person yep. I, i'm not a belly laugh person i mean i do those things mm -hmm. but they don't come freely and and i don't want to say easily but um i'm not a slapstick comedy kind of person at all but i am but i am fun and i am funny but i i'm a kind of person who has a lot of layers and i like to get to know somebody before i kind of maybe start showing more of that yeah. but i have definitely um been accused of which is probably really true um hard to read yeah hard to get to know 
Um, my coaches will tell you they were all pretty much scared to death of me before they got to know me. Some of them might still be <laughs> yeah. my new ones. Um, and, you know, Skylar will tell me that and she'll say, mom, they're, they're just scared of you. And I'm like, well, I don't know why. I, see, I'm I get the nicest the same person thing. ever. Uh, yeah. But, but they don't see that. Well, well, then they see the focus, Kelly. Mm-hmm. They see the one that's responsible for many things. They, they see the one that has lots of things on her plate. So she's not just thinking about what our conversation is. She's thinking about the 10 other things that probably still need to be done. And so I don't mean that. I don't mean that as a negative, and I don't mean that um, offensively to the people in, in my circle or around mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. But but sometimes I probably don't look as cheerful as maybe I feel on the inside, yeah, or I, as open as I am. I, I man, I get you so much. I get you because I've had people come into my class, and they'll say, "Oh, I've just watched every one of your videos, or I've this, or I've that," and 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 they're very standoffish because. <laughs> They say you're just so assertive and you're just, you know, you just you're not scared of anything. Well, first of all, there's a lot of things I'm scared of. I just don't choose to show you all of that. Now, Kenny can tell you (laughs) he knows exactly when I'm about to lose it. But um, I, too, have been accused of being a I mean, I'll just say it a bitch, you know, because when you get focused and you see something that you want you're going to go for it no matter what obstacles are in your way you're, you're going to figure out a way to get through those obstacles uh the you know and come out on the other end no matter what and a lot of a lot of people look at that as well you know she's just going to run over anybody that it takes to run over which is the the farthest thing exactly. from my mind exactly. the farthest thing from my mind but um I am. I'm. I'm. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a sweet person, huh? As I look into the peanut gallery <laughs> over there, but I am. I, I have a huge heart. I have a huge heart for people, and um, you know, just like you, 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 you see a goal and you're gonna face Absolutely. it. So, yeah. So, uh, other than fear, what else tears you down mentally? When I see pain in others. You know, things that you really don't have control over that you would like to help you, you know, you, you reach out and you do what you can, but you know, there's, well, really there's nothing in our control. Let's be honest. I want right. to say there's, there's very little in our control. There's nothing, nothing in, our in our control. Let's be honest about that. Yeah. And, um, I think, you know, things that, you know, affect those that are close to you that, you know, you can love and support and, and do what you can for them. But really in the end, there's really nothing else you can do. So yeah. that probably that probably tears me. I did a podcast yesterday with uh, Emily, and she asked me that same question. And I was trying to think what really scares me, like physically. And I don't mean like boo, that kind of scare. But what what really scares me down deep, and it was exactly what you said, the fear of not being able to control something that I'm so passionate about. And um, that that scares me. And, you know, you can control a lot that goes on here because you're prepared. Not being prepared to me scares me. Yeah. You know, going into something where you're not prepared, knowing you're going to have a huge tournament and you're not prepared will probably scare you. Right. Well, just keep me up most of the night. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm making sure I'm prepared. So then I'm over prepared. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I have a class of if I'm not prepared for that class, I'm scared. If I know I am prepared mentally, Physically, I have everything done. I have so much confidence when people start walking in. Okay, this is a good one. 
What is your why? Deep down inside, what is your why? I get very emotional about my why, so we're okay with emotions here. (laughs) My why is because I don't want to let... I'm going to get emotional. It's okay, because I will too. Because I don't want to let... I don't want to let God down. He has given so much time and talent and opportunity in so many areas of my life through the construction years, through the gym years, through the coaching years, through, you know, I think about the whole talent verses where, you know, he gives you so many and, and, and some of them bury them and they try to save them and keep them and some negotiate, you know, but at the end, what it is, you have to spend them and use them. You can't hang on to them because they're not anything that's going to be of value if you do that. Yeah. They're, they're given to be used. Right. I think my why is I want to make sure that I do everything that, that is expected of me, mm-hmm. that I can, and um, not leave anything um, to waste. Yeah. And I know from one strong woman's opinion to another strong woman's opinion, that was very hard for you to just say that. It was. It was very hard for you to open because that's a side of you that... Doesn't get out much. Right. It may in your little circle, you know, and if you're like me, you have a very small circle very of... Very tight. Very tight, very small circle. We have a large circle of people that are our acquaintances, but our inner circle is is locked down tight. And and those are the people that we're the most passionate about. And those are the people that are in my why reason, mm-hmm. you know, and um, we as strong women, we've raised some strong kids. Oh, yeah. You, yes. <laughs> and we say that with, oh, my God. I laugh with that. But yes. But, you, you know, as, as hard as it's been sometimes raising these strong willed kids. We wouldn't want it any other way. Oh, for sure not. Yeah, because absolutely, I know my kids are going to face t- harder times in their future than maybe I faced in my past because they have so many more things against them than I feel like I had growing up. And I want to make sure those kids are prepared for that and they know how to hold their heads up and they know how to walk through that. You know, my kids are 100% total polar opposites as far as their personalities and how they handle things. But both of those kids could walk through fire and back and make it out okay. And I know that about your kids. Absolutely. I've seen them grow up. And if y'all don't know, uh, I think I said Sky's back there giving a, a, a volleyball lesson right now. And uh, you should have seen her face when we told her she had to be quiet. <laughs> She looked at me like, what? (laughs) You do realize I'm giving a a volleyball lesson, right? (laughs) Which she's very passionate about. Yes, yes. So what are you the most proud of? Um, My family. Mm -hmm. I'm extremely proud. I'm extremely proud of my husband and all that he's um, been able to do and accomplish um, in our life together. You know, he's off on a new tangent now. You know, we all know he can build anything. Yes, we, we, we do. We joke when we call him Bob the Builder, but yeah. he can. <laughs> um, he can figure it out if if it's not on paper and, and how to get from A to Z when there's no directions. Um, so I'm, I'm really proud of that. I'm proud of his new 
um, career path that he took. He's now at um, Central States. I know. I bought many a material over there. Yeah. And he's excited to be on the other side of the desk selling instead of always buying all the material right. because he feels his knowledge is something that he can share with oh, folks. Absolutely. And help them save money and time and all of that. So I'm proud of that. Super proud of him. And proud of my kids on what they've accomplished, where they where they've come in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my son is adopted mm-hmm. um, from Russia. So um, I'm super proud of I know there's a lot of things that go on in his head all the time because of stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But um, he is so much a Sullivan. and um, Yes. And he looks just so much like Frank. Oh, it's he does. incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. It's amazing. So he's so, so much the family. He is the family. And um, I'm proud of what he's doing. He's, he's going down a little different path. You know, we really wanted him to maybe stay in the construction side of things. And he's an amazing individual when it comes to that he can put together anything take it apart put it back together again with with minimal effort um so he's going to school right now in san antonio to do that and and he wanted to pursue that side of it but he's still very involved here he's here every weekend when we have tournaments he helps me here he picks up the slack he's my maintenance guy here he does um a lot of the stuff outside because frank does have a different job now so steel's kind of filled those roles and has come in and really helped so he's really much a backbone is here as well you know Skylar helps me run um the programming or she does all of the programming for all of our stuff here and 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 very much a part of the the club scene so um and that's been a passion of hers since she was little yeah she's i mean she's been athlete from day one yes so yeah. she, she she was excited to graduate from college and be able to wear shorts yeah. and tennis shoes yeah. every day to work, to work. So. <laughs> and she's become a big crossfitter too you know yeah. um oh, I've when seen. i first tried to get her going she was not interested a couple years ago she kind of started changing her tune on that and now she's way past her mama and uh just really setting her own standards and records and really yep. has some goals for herself Tell me about your goal setting. Do you, do you do you physically write them down? Do you do you and Frank sit down and talk about goals? Kind of, how do you handle goals? Frank and I verbalize a lot. Mm-hmm. What we want to see, what we expect, what we would like to do. I'm a list person. I like to write things down. I like to make it visual for me, um, so I can be very specific. I do both short-term and long-term goals depending on what you know what. I'm looking at for personal, you know, I have a lot of personal goals that I do for health and fitness and those can be, you know, a day, those can be a week, those can be a month, just kind of depending on what that is. Um, for our business here, for that, you know, when it's coming up for a new volleyball season, I'll say, this is what my goal is. This is how many teams I want to have this year. And Scholar always says I'm a little um over rambunctious when it comes to that, and I'm, I'm I reached a little bit too high. I and wouldn't I'm like, expect anything <laughs> less from you, Kelly Sullivan. But I do, I, I do. I have expectations, you know. But I have a lot of expectations, you know, not just for myself and for my goals, but for people. And I think, kind of going back to a little bit before, um, I think sometimes people might get a little sideways with me when they feel like my expectations are a little bit unreal. But I don't have any expectations more for somebody else than I wouldn't have for myself. Absolutely. I was hoping you were going to so say I that. So I hold them yeah. just as accountable as I hold myself. So sometimes I think 
especially with our coaching staff and stuff, something like, Kelly, come on, really? And I'm like, you know, that I expect that, right. but I don't expect anything less from myself. Right. I don't expect anything less from my daughter, my son, my husband, from from all, from most people in my life. So everybody pretty much gets a, a the same playing field mm-hmm. as yep. far as expectations go. Man, that is one of the reasons that you're a rock star in my eyes. <laughs> you are. I mean, I, I, and I, I don't say that just because I'm in front of a microphone. I've said that for years. And um, I've always admired you and admired your strength and uh, the fact that, you know, you're kind of a no BS person. And let me know if I'm if I'm wrong about this. When someone meets you and you, you, you know, you just you give them what you are. They can't turn around and say that you sugarcoat things or that's not the real Kelly. I feel like if I sit down and ask you, what do you think about this? You're going to tell me. And I don't have to walk away from that conversation going, is that what she really thinks? Or was she just telling me that to make me feel good? I'm pretty transparent. I'm very black and white. Yeah. With pretty much everything in my life. Yeah. Very, very much so. Probably to a fault. Mm -hmm. I, I agree with that. Yeah. You're going to know. If you're going to ask me a question, I'm going to tell you. And don't ask if you don't want the answer. And I love it because Scholar is the exact same way. Mm -hmm. And she gets frustrated when, let's say, friends, close friends will ask her opinion and she tells them and they they can't handle that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, sister. Oh, sister. (laughs) Get used to that. Because if you're going to ask me, I'm going to tell you. Right. Now, if you don't like the answer, if you can't handle the answer... Then you might want to rethink asking. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm so we're, exactly. we're definitely on the same page. Yeah. I know we are. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is we also knowing that we're like that, knowing that some people look at that as aggression. I've had to also learn when I'm 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 talking to someone that maybe doesn't have that that personality to kind of give them give them give it to them, and then kind of help them digest it a little bit you know and and so i've had teaching classes i've had to really um learn to verbalize a little less strong <laughs> well i think also you know yeah. who your audience is yeah. and i think you know how your audience receives it um so you're going to talk to me one way mm-hmm. you're going to talk to Susie over here a little differently. And um, I think the information that you communicate is the same, mm-hmm. but the delivery is different. And that takes practice. Absolutely. Yeah. And we yes. learned that. <laughs> so, still learning. Yeah. Still learning. Still learning. So, well, Callie, we could talk all day. We literally could talk all day. And I just want to tell you, friend, I'm so glad oh, that you're you. in my 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 circle. I'm that, in your circle. Yeah, and absolutely in your circle. We don't see each other a lot, but I keep up with you, and you keep and up, I keep with, up me. with you. And, and I just have to say, I'm still staring at it in such amazement. You know, when you were going through the whole process of your travels to get your my leg, your bionic leg. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm yeah. just, I'm just one so excited for you that you were able to find that. Yeah, and um, they were able to just change your life they did they did change your life yeah and you saw it i did i I watched it i watched it all unfold and it was such a fabulous thing to watch but you know i just god is so good that way he is so amazing that way that he just like puts things in our path and you're like well how did how did that happen how did we find that like we didn't find anything yeah you know like this fellow that we just hired to run our new sand program i i'm like I, I was literally thinking, how how will we know? I mean, sand is a little bit different than indoor. And if a resume hits my desk, you know, my, my email, uh-huh. and I'm like, where'd this guy come from? 
I'm like, like he like literally just doink. I'm like, how did that happen? Well, you know, how how does any of this happen? You know, so it doesn't really matter what business we run. I know you've had several in your life. Mm -hmm. Frank and I have had many. And it doesn't matter um, what we're in charge of at the moment. In reality, we both know that we really don't own anything and there's Mm -hmm. nothing that's ours. It's ours to use while we're here, Mm -hmm. but it's not ours as far as ownership. And if we don't use it to our fullest capability to uh, benefit him, there is no point in it at all. Right. I agree. I agree. And, you know, we don't have to be the kind of people that walk around with, you know, Jesus on our shirt. I'm not. Or I'm me neither. And, I'm not. and I'm not a saint. I have my shits and dams ever so often, you know, but I think that makes us real. It does make us real. And it and it and I, I never, ever have been accused of being a fake. That that's just something that I'm not. So that's why but, we love you. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. We do, and I do. So we could talk for hours, and I just I just really wish you could just feel the the vibe from this woman like that I feel when I'm sitting next to her. But if you enjoyed this podcast, give me a thumbs up, hit the bell for future notification. You're good for that, Kelly. I am. I'll give you a <laughs> thumbs up, sister. Yeah, and and leave us some comments, uh, maybe uh, some subjects or questions for future podcasts. And, Who knows? We may have you on again one day. All right. Thanks for watching, guys. 